0: Warning. This podcast contains adult content including frank discussions of sex and lots and lots of swear words. Enjoy
1: Ian
0: gazed down at Terran and stilled, so Terran might better explore his body. Taryn wrapped his arms around Ian's tail and hooked his own tail around Ian's body so they floated as one. Their bodies rocked on the gentle current. With a quick glance upward at Ian, Ian's expression was serene, even vulnerable. Taryn took Ian in his mouth. Neil? Uh, Yes? Neil. Yes. Uh,
1: I don't know if you remember, but we do a podcast.
0: Do we? And we're doing it right now. Oh, what a pleasant surprise. (laughs) Woohoo! Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Claire. And this is Fuck Mary Kill Lit. Where we read two romance novels one straight one and one queer one. And
1: then we play Fuck Mary Kill with the characters. Yeah. And the books. And the books.
0: And all the spoilers. All the
1: spoilers. If you've come come here for reviews, we're really proud of you. Congratulations for finding us. We love that about you.
0: We love that about (laughs) you. It's so much better than all the, me- all the men I'm attracted to these days.
1: Oh, Womp womp. Womp womp indeed. But anyway, if you've come here just for reviews, there's spoilers, spoilers, spoilers.
0: All the romance
1: that's fit to spoil.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I
1: came over that just now. I'm real proud of myself. <laughs> Neil, though, first. Yes. Uh, what books did we read? Well, you... You picked them. I know. Why don't you tell us what books you read? Super ride. excited because <laughs> you normally pick like the weird ones. The,
0: yeah, you you. We sort of switched these last couple episodes. Yeah, like, I picked some Claire books last time. Yep. You've definitely picked some Neil books this yeah, time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I picked uh, "Stealing the Wind," "Mermen of Aea" trilogy, book one uh-huh. by Shreya Anthony, and uh, "The Mermaids Escape." Colon mythology romance parentheses the siren series book one close parentheses
0: too too much punctuation yeah
1: there's a lot going on there and that's by kelly mcallen mm-hmm. uh yeah mermaids
0: mermaids, mermaids. And merma- merfolk
1: Merz. 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 Merz.
0: isn't never mind
1: um yeah it's but first Hey, Claire. Yes, Neil.
0: What's got you all hot and bothered?
1: Uh, I'm thinking a lot about... uh, This is so dumb, but I think about it every year, and that is New Year's resolutions. Oi. Okay. I mean, and I know that's the topic. Right now, everybody's talking about it. Like, would you have any New Year's resolutions, or do you keep them, or do you even do them? Do you Mm -hmm. write a list? Mm -hmm. And... Can we just get through the holidays first? I know, I know... But I do. I I usually almost always have a list of New Year's resolutions. Do you achieve them? Um, uh, At yes. least some
0: of them. Yeah, that's better than I ever do. Good
1: for you. Well, I try to make them really broad, and it's Fair. it's less about like you will travel to a foreign country or something like that. I don't know, like or lose fifty pounds. It's not about that. It's more. One of like, those
0: is a lot easier than the other. Yes. Flats <laughs> <laughs> to Mexico are real cheap. <laughs>
1: But yeah, no, it would be, it's like, it's not achievable goals and it's not even about like a goal per se. But yeah, I like to do things like trying to be more open minded and finding specific ways that I can apply that Mm -hmm. and trying new things Mm -hmm. and being adventurous, Uh, not being so hard on myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, How's that going? Real broad, actually much better. Great. Thank you very much. But also, Uh, I do. I do. Yeah. But I, it's like general things like that. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And so I'm thinking a lot about those things.
0: So, if, if I may, it's not so much a resolution to do something, but just sort of like things to think about or be mindful of. Yeah. In the year. Okay. I feel like that is in a lot of ways better. I mean, it's, it's one thing to be like this year I want to find a new job. Yeah, sure. Go find a new right. job. But I think it's important for everyone to also be like, okay, this year, this is something I'm going to work on, on myself. That's not like necessarily a tangible.
1: Yeah, goal. it is also malleable. So sometimes I can say I achieved that goal, or I can I, I worked on it, even if I you know didn't feel like I succeeded over the year. Oh, but like, I
0: see how it is.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: but I, I feel like at one point. I was just being so hard on myself all the time mm-hmm. about not being the person I wanted to be or doing the things I wanted to do that I was hurting myself more than anything. Mm-hmm. And I like to think of people's birthdays as their own personal New Year's. Yes. And that's a really good time to like just restart and reestablish and rethink about mm-hmm. your goals in life. Mm-hmm. And that the New Year's New Year's that we all sort of celebrate, which is just this random day, uh, is a good time to just be more general. Like, okay. N- like, just, here's what I want for this coming year. This is the theme for the year, mm-hmm. or this is where we go forward. And whether that's healthy or not, or whether I achieve it or not, it doesn't feel like pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I do the same thing everybody else does. I absolutely rejoin my gym in January, and I totes, like, do one yoga class or something, and maybe I download, you know, things like that. I do all the normal things that everybody <sighs> else does. But it's not about that kind of pressure. Yeah. I'm trying really hard to be kind and gentle to myself. Mm-hmm. And that's almost always my main resolution. Like, no matter what I'm going forward with, I'm being kind and gentle about it okay. to myself. Oh. And That's nice. Anyway, so, and now I've said it out loud um, so on this to. podcast. And that's that's I,
0: that's it. I kind of like the idea of, one's birthday being sort of a new year also mm-hmm. especially for me because my birthday's in July so it's like practically halfway through the year Right. so it's a good check in like how's the year going so far Neil well Neil I have stories for you <laughs> I'm sure you do Neil let's drink um, so maybe I'll do that this coming my birthday
1: well yeah I mean it was easy in September because it's usually the start of the school year yeah, so yeah, it always yeah. felt like the beginning of a new year anyway yeah But, yeah.
0: I'm just used to people forgetting about my birthday. Because Because it's it's in the summer. Because it's in the summer and because it's close to 4th of July. Right. So.
1: Well, and Um, I want people to forget my birthday.
0: I know you do. Which is why I threw that surprise party that I know. I
1: know, but (laughs) I'm trying to be better about that. Because this last year, I also was not forthright about things I did want on my birthday. And so... When other things happened, I was like, oh, it's okay to ask for a little attention on a day that's special to you. Yeah. It's okay. That's what it's for. And it was a nice lesson in that. Like, no, no, no. Like, uh, if I want cake on my birthday, I can have cake on my birthday. Should
0: we do a half birthday for you this year?
1: Uh, No, it's fine. Mm Mm-mm.
0: Okay. <laughs> I might force it on you because no. that's the sort of friendship we have. So,
1: okay, great. Great. That sounds like. Can I have cake? Yeah. That's great. That's what, all I really what want. What kind of cake? Um, you know, princess cakes. Yeah. Are delicious, but yeah. I think I don't want that. <gasps> they are very, very sweet, mm-hmm. and I think those are good. I like. I haven't had a good carrot cake in a while. Okay. I'll take a carrot cake.
0: Cream cheese frosting. Yes, please. Okay, great. Yum yum yum. I'll make it happen. <laughs> yum 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 yum.
1: Okay. But that's me. Hot and bothered.
0: Yay. More hot than bothered. Sure.
1: Sup? What about you, Neil? Are um, you hot and bothered? So
0: mine's very silly. I, I always feel like such a shallow bitch after yours because you're like, this is work that I'm doing on myself. These are things that I've noticed in society. And I'm just like. Weird. i weird. Whatever. It's... Uh, anyway, so I discovered recently... Okay, so my phone has the sort of predictive text where I swipe my finger around the keyboard instead right. of actually typing it. And so sometimes it pops up with really bizarre things when I'm trying to spell a word. And it's like, oh, did you mean cantaloupe? And it's like, no, I was I was trying to say can't. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> so, Statistically speaking, what do you think I'm trying to say? (laughs) I mean, like, I know that Google's reading everything anyway. Like, figure it out. Anyway, so I found that sometimes when I try to say 4, my phone says, oh, you're trying to say FMK Lit. (gasps) And I'm like, oh, that's funny. Why does it do that? And then I realized, so on the apps,
1: Uh when
0: I'm talking to guys for the first time and it usually gets to like, oh, what do you do? And like... As the sort of person who's an artist who has a day job, it's like, ah, oh, this question is so fraught. But, so what I've... My standard answer is, my day job is this office job. I also do theater and I have a podcast. And usually they follow up with, oh, tell me about your podcast. And so I tell them about it. Okay. And regardless of where the conversation goes, I am... Telling men I'm assuming are attracted to me about my podcast. So <laughs> hopefully, they're all listening now, whether or not I fucked them.
1: Oh my gosh. Neil, yes. what if our entire listener base, our entire listener base is my mother, uh-huh. my sister, uh-huh. two of my cousins in Albuquerque, uh-huh. and all the men you haven't had sex with on the app? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, there are a lot of men I haven't had sex with. But
1: like that's it. That's all our listener base.
0: <laughs> that I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs>
0: so that's me. <laughs> I need to I need to step my game up here, girl, cuz you're like, "Oh, this is a thing to think about." I'm like, are weird. I do this dumb thing sometimes. No. it's fine. No, I'm going to be kinder to myself. You should be kinder to yourself. I had an amusing anecdote that I shared with the world.
1: Indeed. Yeah. I thought it was good. Also, New Year's resolution. Yeah. Kinder to yourself and get the men's. Get the men.
0: Get. Oh, girl, I've been
1: trying. Girl, get the men's. Okay. Yes, and then tell us about it. Ooh. 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 ooh, ooh. What? Well, mm. Well, excellent.
0: Hopefully the ones that I like actually listen to this, so I don't want to say anything about them.
1: Oh. Hello, boys. Hello, boys. (laughs) Maybe we'll have you on the podcast one day. (laughs) You you know that will never happen. I will never listen to a podcast where my husband wanted to talk about our romance, so no. No? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I agree. It's fine.
0: Great. Let's talk about books now and not
1: me. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Let's talk about Merfolk.
1: Merfolk.
0: Okay, let's oh, get man. into it.
1: Let's get into it. Stealing the Wind, Mermen of Ea Trilogy, Book One, by Shara Anthony. Taryn Laxley has never known anything but life as a slave, and such a lusty pirate. And when a lusty pirate kidnaps him and holds him prisoner in his ship. Terran embraces the chance to realize his dream of a seagoing life. There's so much I wanted to say right there. (laughs) Not only does the pirate captain offer him freedom in exchange for three years of labor and sexual servitude, but the pleasures Terran finds when he joins the captain and first mate in bed far surpass his greatest fantasies. Then, during a storm. Wait, that's not the book. That's not Sorry, I don't the mean book. To interrupt. There's more. There's more. Then, during a storm, Taryn dives overboard to save another sailor and is lost at sea. He's rescued by Ian Dinah, or however we're pronouncing this name, <laughs> um, the enigmatic and seemingly aged captain of a rival ship the phantom and Taryn feels an overwhelming attraction to Ian that Ian appears to share. Soon Taryn learns a secret that will change his life forever colon Ian and his people are Aya shape-shifting merfolk and Taryn is one of them too (laughs) Bound to each other by a fierce passion, neither can explain or deny. <laughs> Taryn and Ian are soon embroiled in a war and forced to fight for a future, not only for themselves but for their kind. <laughs> okay, everybody, you need to know this. I've been, like, saying this specifically to Christine because I wanted to look on her face every time this story radically changed course.
0: <laughs> Christine is super excited.
1: <laughs> I mean, so much has happened in that paragraph.
0: I know. The, and the, the first bit where it's like, okay, and then it ends up with the captain and the cabin war. You're like, okay, that's the book. No, that's... The first, like, three chapters. Yes! It just keeps going. Yes! Oh, God. This
1: is amazing. It's... Anyway, Neil... It's not so. That's what the book says yeah, happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. What happened in this book?
0: Okay, first off, I have to say that there are two pirate ships, the Phantom and the Sea Witch.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: those are great names, and I'm very proud of this writer for yes, that. Yes, 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 yes. So good. Uh, the figureheads were not explained at all, so I don't know how cool they are. I don't think anything can top original Sin. No, but this is this is definitely in good company. Um, okay, so Terran, uh is slave indentured, owned by whatever a rigger named. Locksley, something. It doesn't matter.
1: We never see him again.
0: Um, and the story begins in the Rigger's uh, cottage, and there's a pounding at the door, and, and the the Rigger tells Taryn to go hide. And the, the the Lord's Men burst in and they're shaking him down for money and he's like, I'll pay you next month! And then Terran bursts out of his hiding spot and it's like, leave him alone! And then the Lord's Men take him away. They're like, "Oh well, this will get rid of your debt if we take him. End of chapter. Two, Two years, years later! later. <laughs> he, uh, works, the, the Lord, uh, hmm, God, blah, blah He
1: works at an inn.
0: I know, he works at an inn. I was trying to remember the lord's name. It's not important. Not
1: important, we never meet him. The
0: lord owns an inn, and Taryn works at this inn, and um, his job is to, like, he does the, the menial tasks that people need done, like, sometimes he helps the cook, sometimes he helps out in the stables, whatever, whatever, whatever. He's there to, like, get felt up if that's what the guests want. Um, so this... Large group of men have shown up, and it's quite apparent that they're pirates, and they're sitting down, uh, and Taryn has to serve them all their soup. Some stuff happens, but I'll get into, but when Taryn goes back into the kitchen, the cook is making stew. So there's a soup course, and then the main course is stew.
1: (laughs) Oh, I forgot that part!
0: (laughs) I I just wanted to point that out. Anyway... (laughs) <laughs> so, Taryn is serving the soup, and this one man, who's obviously the captain, sort of is like, oh, you've got a pretty mouth, and sort of, like, pins him against the table, takes his, Taryn's cock out, and starts, and basically just, like, jerks him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Taryn's like, what if everybody sees? But nobody's really paying attention. And then Taryn's also kind of like, I'm kind of okay if people see? Like, that'd be kind of hot. Anyway... So then he, he comes, and the captain's like, thanks for that. Scoot along then. So Taryn goes back in to, like, get the stew course ready.
1: There's also a use of butter as lube.
0: That's right. He fingered, <laughs> he, he buttered, the captain buttered up his fingers and
1: fingered Taryn. I was like, you know what? Also, you is, do this, what you gotta do. is this the first book where we've had, def- no, it's not the first book, for sure. Definitely Uncircumcised Penis. I don't. It it can't be, things. but I feel like this is the first book we've really gotten so, into what that is. Yeah. Like, no, it can't be the first it book. It can't be. But I feel like we went, we we talked about it more in this book than we had other books.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So Taryn goes back into the to the cabin or to the kitchen, and then he's like finishes up the dishes, and then he's walking back to wherever he sleeps, and then he gets kidnapped two years later (laughs) this book has like two cold opens it's a little crazy anyway he gets taken onto this ship the sea witch by Captain Ryder who's the guy who fingered him at the table and he's like so I took you and you can basically be my sex slave for three years and then you're free or I can take you back to the inn and Taryn's like, uh, I don't know. And then Captain Ryder's like, oh, by the way, my first mate, Bastion, is also my lover. So, like, the three of us are just gonna kind of, like, hang out. And Taryn's like, oh, okay.
1: So... Sounds like two years, by the way, of the best sex ever. Oh, God, yeah. On a very cool pirate ship where they obviously just kind of move things from port to port, and they don't even, yeah. even fight or anything. Yeah,
0: there's no, there are no sea battles in this book at all. <laughs> no, no, Despite no. the fact that there are lots of warships.
1: Man, it just seemed, like, fun. Like,
0: yeah, they have just real would, like, fun
1: sex with these two real hot they guys would, and rigged ships.
0: Yeah, yeah, they would just, like, buy spices in one port and sell them in the other port and then, like...
1: The merchants, really. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, but, like, selling illegal stuff. Right. Which is what, anyway. Um, the first time, uh, that Taryn is with Ryder and Bastion. Taryn and Bastion get it on and Ryder just watches. And then he sort of joins in later. And I thought that was interesting. We've not really... We had that with the ghosts. Yeah. But that was gross. Yeah. It was this time it was like... Like Taryn was enjoying being watched. And... Okay. So for this whole book, it's obvious that he's enjoying himself. And everyone's like... You deserve to be free, but also you're my slave. I own you. Yeah. You are a human being that I own. So it's... uh, It's very weird. It's very weird. Anyway, so then, uh, when there's a storm, a terrible storm, and this other kid on the ship falls off and Taryn jumps in to save him. And then he passes out or something. I don't know. Whatever.
1: Well, no, because he's underwater for forever. For
0: forever. And, like, and he
1: can't get back up on the boat because the rope snaps. Which means sure. he's not the best ricker. Um Right? <laughs> so the, the rope snap, he's, he's the ship is, like, thrown away from him. And mm-hmm. he's thrown a different way because of the waves. And he kind of... And he more or less passes out because he's been underwater for so long.
0: Right. So then he wakes up and he is... On a different ship. And he soon discovers it's captained by Captain Ryder's mortal enemy, Captain ian or something. Right. His The name had a lot of consonants. It's probably Irish, and I'm not even going to try. I feel like there's, like,
1: maybe a Welsh feeling,
0: to. Maybe. Also, this, this book takes place in an alternate universe. So, like, yeah. there are countries that aren't our countries. Yeah, like but them. I mean, like, yeah. I
1: feel like there's, like, they said O.N., in such a way that it felt like a Welsh spelling.
0: Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, so then the Captain Ian is like, so we're going back home and like, where'd you come from? Who are your parents? What's going on with you? And turns like, I don't know, my parents sold me to some rigor, and I'm just like... And he didn't want to say the ship that he was on because he knew that, um... Ian and Ryder were mortal enemies. He's like, oh, I was on a boat, I guess. Anyway. They've long done conversations. It's fine. We find out they're (gasps) mermen! Yes, yeah. There's this thing too. like... eh, It was a little icky that uh, Ian apparently... Apparently, we're led to believe that in this merfolk society, lovers, there's always, like, a dominant one and a submissive one and the dominant one, like is possessive and it's just like a whole dumb thing
1: yeah that was not great (sighs) uh uh, the world building in this i would have to say was haphazard at
0: best and
1: also like i wasn't actually sure if the writer knew they were going to be mer people until like for a long time, <laughs> even though it's like, super important to the book, <laughs> right? But it's like they kept like <laughs> Ian was keeping it a secret for a long time, and the book wanted to keep it a secret from us too, as if we didn't read the title, like maybe
0: or see the cover or see which the is cover, which is an illustration of two mermen feeling each other up,
1: right. So, but it kept it a secret for so long. Mm-hmm. It's like, and Ian wondered if he would transform, and as if you were you're supposed to be he, asking the whole time, transform into what?
0: Yeah, like he, like other a, uh, did this and this and this and felt this way. New chapter. Right. It's like, uh, so you're kind of like,
1: okay, what's right, and and Ian and Taryn are super hot for each other, like right away, like
0: right. But then, Ian was like, okay. I can tell there's some shit going on with this tearing kid and he doesn't know what's going on. So if we fuck, that's probably not the best idea right now. So okay. I'm going to distance myself from that. Which was admirable of him. Right. In that situation.
1: Like Right. Yeah. The whole time I felt like he was saying I want to be super consent-y.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I yeah. want this to be super consent
0: Right. So we find out that there are... There's a race of people called the Aya, or Ea, I don't know. It's spelled E-A. Yeah. I said Aya in my head.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah.
0: Um, who are... They look like humans, but then they go in the water and they transform into merpeople. Uh-huh. But it's not like Little Mermaid people. It's like were made to be predators, mer people. Yeah, yeah, like they yeah. They got, like got spikes of scary. on their, yeah, like, and like, hands of, yeah. and, like... Oh, that's right. Yeah, they have webbed... There's webbing between their fingers, and each web has, like, a spine on it yeah, so yeah, they can yeah. claw at people. Um, and so, apparently, a thousand oh, years ago... Oh, mind reading, mind reading. Oh, they speak with telepathy. Right. Because it's underwater. hard for sound to travel underwater. Um, if they're injured in either form when they transform, they are healed. Yeah, So that's nice. Oh, yeah. Um, and there is... I enjoyed that there was, like, okay, if you... Basically, like, they go through puberty and that's when they start transforming. And it's like, if you don't transform enough when you're going through puberty, you have this thing called transformation sickness. You, like, get fever... Like, there's stakes in them... Existing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Anyway. Um, so a thousand years ago or two hundred years ago, it's not
1: really clear. Nope, nope, nope. Um because also the Mer people lived for a long time.
0: Yeah. So
1: it could have happened twenty years ago, which it sounds like it did, or it could have happened two hundred years ago, which, which it, it also sounded like, sounded like it, it did. did.
0: It was a little confusing. So the Mer people, the Ea, were Disgu- like, humans found out who they were and that they, like, live longer and have these powers. They also... Some of them have... It's not quite magic, but there used to be, like, some of them had extra powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were called mages.
1: Although it does seem like they all have special powers. Right. Because we met a bunch of them and they all had special powers. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, humans hunted them so that Ea went into hiding... And they traditionally lived in this village on the mainland, and so the mages hid it, but then a group of them decided to run away to an island, and they hid themselves on this island. So now there's this weird, like, cold war going on between the island ones and the mainland ones, and uh, they spy on each other, and, like, we find out because... Ian grew up on the mainland, but he was discovered by the island Ea, uh, the island that they live on is called Ea Nu. hmm So he goes, he lives on Ea Nu, and he answers to the council, which is, like, the elders that rule the, the island, and we find out that they are basically using fear-mongering to keep people on the island. And it's, like, run down, it's dilapidated. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why they don't keep their buildings, but they don't. Like, everything's terrible. Um, and it turns out that Terran is an Aeya, but an Aeya can sense each other. So they everyone knows that he is one, but he doesn't know it, and, like, his transformation and his powers have been locked away somehow, and nobody quite understands how that goes. So when they show up at Nu, New, every, the Council thinks that he's a spy for the mainland Aeya. I'm just, I'm saying a bunch of words that don't make any sense.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. Honestly, like, and the way this book revealed itself, like, over and over, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? Who who am I supposed to care about here? Right. And at first I thought, the Aya. I'm supposed to care about the Aya. No, I'm not supposed to care about the Aya. I'm supposed to care about this Varun guy. Nope, I'm not supposed to care Mm -hmm. about him. He's evil. Mm -hmm. The Aya are good. Nope, the Aya are bad. Okay, obviously the the Aya have been bad this whole time. And but this, only some of them. And this room guy's great. Wait, who's who's wait, who's on what side? I'm Why? The, yeah. How long have they been on this side? Why didn't they tell us this more earlier? What is even happening now? Right. So,
0: but Taryn gets kidnapped everyone or like imprisoned. Everyone on ANU thinks he's a spy, so then he gets tortured, and then he starts having these dreams where he is with this man who looks like Ian but isn't, and his name is Owen. And in the dream, everyone calls him... It sounds like Terran. The longer
1: version of Terran.
0: Basically. I thought to write it down, but I couldn't find it. Um, So he has these dreams where he and Owen are like priests at this temple...
1: And super into each and other. And they're
0: super into each other. So it's cute and adorable. And it's sort of like... Swi- the There are a few chapters where Terran sort of switches back and forth between the two and it gets hard for him to tell what's real and what isn't. Which I think is interesting, but I feel like it would have been more interesting if those sections were split up between chapters. Mm-hmm. So that you thought that the, the Owen... Temple timeline was, like, just a different plot that was happening, and you didn't find out until later that they were
1: Also, if it started earlier.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I feel like
1: this book didn't know when it started.
0: Right, because there was a point towards the end of the book that's like, Taryn had always been a dreamer, as in someone who had dreams a lot. It's like, we've been with this kid his whole life, and we've never heard about him having dreams. Except when he was, like, half-conscious underwater and transformed enough to live. Yeah. And then, like, sort of half-remembers it. Yeah,
1: and there was, like, this other line... Where Taryn says, I'm super curious and it's always gotten me into trouble. I'm like, no, it hasn't.
0: Not once. You've
1: never been curious this whole time yeah. I've been reading you.
0: Anyway, so Ian breaks Taryn out of prison. They flee to the mainland. And like the the crew of the Phantom Mutinies, and then they like catch up with them. And then okay, so they meet up with Ryder again. Turns out that Ryder and Ian we're lovers but aren't enemies that's just a rumor that they spread Ryder knew that Taryn was an AI this whole time Mm -hmm. out of nowhere Ian was a spy for the mainland everyone's like oh he's gonna be he like everyone suspected that he was and we're like no of course he's not because we were inside his brain for half of the book and then it turns out he was a spy it's like no he would have thought something about being a spy at this point yeah so it's It was an unfair and, like, out of nowhere reveal. And then it turns out that this other guy on the Phantom, uh, Renata? Renata? Something? Who's the healer, is also a spy, and he knew that Ian was a spy, but Ian didn't know that he was a spy. They were spies for the mainland, for Varun, Varun, who's the head of the mainland. A, just, like... Everyone knew everything about each other, so there was, like, every time somebody revealed something to someone, the other person was like, oh, I knew already. I'm like, then why are we even doing this, honestly? Like,
1: this is, yeah, this is ridiculous. Um, And the whole time Ian and uh, Taryn are having this will-they-won't-they sort of Mm -hmm. thing, even though they totes will.
0: Yeah, and then they have underwater sex. Which is hot. Which... And weird. There was rimming. Very weird. Yes, there was. There was rooming, and then they had underwater sex, which is, you know, like, it's a book about merfolk. Right. You want underwater sex. Yeah. Obviously. Everybody,
1: if you're very curious right now, and I know you are, you're like, but wait, where are their parts? And it, they're just like in fishes. There's just a little slit where the penis comes right out. Like, nope. <laughs> it's just right where you expect the penis to be on a normal human. It's just a slit that's an opening where the penis pops out. Yeah. And I, it... I
0: was under the impression that the opening was like sort of like it wasn't just like out it was sort of like some scales would sort of cover it a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. and then when things were popping out and then the same with like the ass.
1: Right. Which <laughs> becomes a some... little butthole. Yeah, was... On the wrong side of the fish I was like what? <laughs> <laughs> this is the wrong place. <laughs> you, you put the butthole where it is on a human but it wouldn't be there for the fish. Oh, well, whatever. Oh, well, whatever.
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter, honestly. Um, and then they make it to, the, um... The, the mainland place, the way it's pronounced depends on what base language you're start starting from. I'll say Calaisia. Yeah. If it were uh, Latin, it'd be Calicia. Yeah. If it were Italian, it'd be Calaicchio.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, um... Kalesia, whatever. It's this village. And Vurin, Vuren the leader is like, I've known about you when he meets Terran for the first time, he touches his face. Yeah. Which I thought was super weird. Yeah, it was. Um, and then he's like, Oh, some of us have, some of us have powers. By the way, all of every single one of us that you have met has powers. Turns out that Terran is a seer, but mm-hmm. instead of seeing the future, he can see the past. So when he... His dreams with Owen are, like, him seeing... I was under the impression it was a past life, but now that's not necessarily true.
1: No, I think it was true. Like, it was a past life. But also, like, what specifically Varun or Varan wanted was a magic stone. Yes. That Taryn knew where it was because he could see into the past, and he knew that Ian had it.
0: Ian's Ian's dead mom had it. Right,
1: Ian's dead mom had it.
0: Or answered Has it? So Who knows? Which was
1: weird, because Taryn was the one that was given a necklace.
0: Right, right, but it was a different... Anyway, but unlike unlike a lot of books that end up being trilogies, and I know th- the idea is you write the first book and then if people like it, you just do the rest of the trilogy. This book was written obviously, like, you know there's a next book. There are things left unanswered that you know that we're going to get to in the next book, which I appreciate, because that makes me want to read the rest of the trilogy. So, but yeah, um, there was a lot of sex. Oh
1: my God, and it was dirty. It (laughs) was... Like, and it was, like, dirty right away. Like, he gets on that pirate ship, and he's like, here's my boy Bastion, maybe you want to get in bed with him? And Bastion's like, I'm super hot. And Taryn's like, yeah, you are. Let's start just going at it. And they do, and Taryn is right away like, this is not going to be so bad. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and and Bastion has, like, scented oils that they use for lube. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, and then we find out... a
1: long sex scene.
0: Bastion started out as, like... With the same gig, like, you're gonna be my sex save for three years, and then you have your freedom. But then he ended up staying.
1: Yeah, and the author wanted to make sure uh, they underlined very specifically, the captain is not into young boys.
0: Which is good, because there were points where they were talking about some of the cabin boys, and it's like, I don't know how old these kids are that you, like... Oh, yep. like the guy that Ian was fucking before Terrence showed up. Yeah. It never quite says how old he was. Yep. So and when I hear cabin boy. But right,
1: it kept referring to him as boy, and it's it felt like they were like, like I, it I'm felt like, like honestly 15, they were late 16. teens. It felt yeah. late teens, but like the kid who he was like a cabin kid uh-huh. was eleven. Right. And he, that boy was like one day maybe the captain will like me too. And was like this is gross. This is gross.
0: This is real gross.
1: I mean, thanks for saying the captain's not into young boys, but also now but you make me think he is. But also obviously into young boys. is because
0: yeah. Taryn is we, we never know how old Ta- we never know how old Taryn is.
1: No. It and never
0: really says.
1: I mean, although I we could so. probably do the math cuz I think he does they do maybe say the age in the first ugh. Two uh, years, then two
0: years later. Then two years, then two years. So, yeah. I mean, it was... Um, <sighs> I feel like it just needed another couple drafts.
1: Yeah. I was, and uh, the way they kept secrets from each other all the time for no reason I could tell
0: no was really frustrating. No reason. It was that... It was... Yeah, like, oh, I'll tell you about this later. Yeah, some of the secrets to, are
1: important. Though, like, I'm a mermaid. That's, a, that's, that's, that's important to know. Important.
0: There was, there was one part where... They were... Taryn... I think it was Taryn and Ian were on the Sea Witch. And then the Phantom showed up again. And so they were heading back. And Taryn's like, I need to know what's going on. Oh, because also Ryder and Ian worked out a deal that Taryn could stay with Ian for a year to learn how to be an Ea. And then he had to go back to Ryder. Because Ryder still owns him. Right. Ugh. But there was one point where Taryn's like... I need to know what the fuck is going on. And Ian's like, we don't have time to talk about it right now. And then they go do a thing. And then when they do talk about it, it is kind of a longer conversation. I'm like, okay, that one's fair. But for the most part, it was like, I'll tell you more later. We won't speak of it now. And I'm like... Yeah. I mean, this happens a lot. It's like, writer, surely you can think of better reasons not to...
1: Well, then they also, they pulled a bullshit thing that I hate, which is, like, the miscommunication lover's problem, where...
0: The, the one that lasted for, like, 20
1: seconds. Right. Well, they where they both love each other, but, like, they, the one thinks the other one doesn't love them and is breaking up with them mm-hmm. while... But the other one's trying to confess their love, and that's what's actually going on. Uh, Neil, I want to replay this conversation in a way, but I want you to just tell me that you've just come back from the grocery store, and uh, you picked up the milk I like. Okay go ahead oh hey Claire oh my god no stop I know what you're gonna say and you don't have to say it I'm just gonna go no, no I'm just, just gonna, gonna, gonna leave I know this, this conversation is too painful I'm leaving now no I'm just telling you I, was I the... know I know but you have to know I love you but I know it's okay that you don't love me I'm just gonna go now
0: I was at the
1: I'm gonna stop, to- stop you talking it's not important shh I'm leaving That's how that conversation went, and it was so fucking frustrating. Five times. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, It. mm,
0: There was there was stuff in it that I enjoyed. Yeah. But it just like wasn't quite. I
1: felt like it needed a couple more drafts. Yeah, 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 Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There needed to be a lot more laid in earlier on. All of that stuff about where he came from, and then. You know, like, we could have just started with him on the boat as a rigger and a lover of the captain. Right. We could have just started there. Right, because
0: there was this whole thing where he was like, I'm always a slave. And then Ian was like, no, I want you to have your own will and, like, to decide things for yourself, but also I want to possess you, but also you belong to Ryder and... It was weird. Yeah,
1: it was, and it was more complicated than it needed to be. I felt like the writer was writing a slave story, then realized they were writing a slave story and felt bad about it. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to be super consensual, but then forgot that it was still a slave story that they didn't have to have as a slave story in the mm-hmm. beginning, and they kind of painted themselves in that corner. And it's like, if you're going to go full fantasy with it, just do it. Yeah. I ain't, I'm i sorry that you're uncomfortable, then why are you writing it if you're uncomfortable with the slavery aspect of it? Right! Like, yeah. I almost appreciated that first book we read, The Prince, The Captive Prince. Mm-hmm. I almost appreciated that one more because it just went for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyway. Are we we're good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to get to the next book. But first... We're going to talk about a network of podcasts that we enjoy.
1: Yes, our friends have a network of podcasts called Let Me Listen Podcasts, and we think they're great and funny. You'll find such wonderful uh, comedy podcasts on them as a Narrative Comedy Brawl, Let Me Finish, and Ooh. yes, Classic Comedy Review Show, Late Seating. <sighs> um, also, I highly recommend a podcast I took part in one time. That Bragging was so fun. Much? Fact. Um, it's an improvisational horror comedy serial, American Monsters, and How to Destroy Them.
0: Oh, that's an important life lesson. Fact. So where can we find all of these wonderful podcasts?
1: Well, you can find them in all the usual places, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. You can also go to their website, lemmelistenpodcast.com.
0: Great. Let's yeah. do it right now. No, first we're going to talk about the other book, and then go go find their podcast.
1: These are the things we're doing. Wait, Yeah.
0: The Mermaid's Escape, colon, Mythology Romance, parentheses, The Siren Series, book one, by Kelly McAllen. (gasps) Four sexy shipwrecked divers, one mermaid princess running from her destiny, and a curse that threatens to destroy her only chance at the life she wants. Destined to marry the gorgeous, high-ranking Kai and inherit the throne from her grandfather, Princess Coral is the envy of every mermaid in the shoal. But all she really wants is the freedom to decide her own fate. When Coral runs away from her own wedding and escapes to the land, she knows the clock is ticking. She has five days before her human body will succumb to the curse that binds all mermaids to the sea. Overwhelmed by the harshness of a desert island, Coral is ready to accept her fate and return to the shoal. But when she rescues four shipwrecked divers, Coral starts to understand why her mother was lured away by the human world. When Coral is given the chance she always wanted, will she make peace with her destiny or risk everything to forge her own path in a whole new world? So that's that book. That's what it says. And I feel like... I have an idea of what you're going to say. Okay. But first, I'd love to read the first paragraph for our listeners. Yes, please. So that their experience can be a lot like our experience was. So this is the very first paragraph of the book. Like the creature I'm named after, I am beautiful but untouchable, treasured but imprisoned, My grandfather named me Coral after the thing my mother loved most about the sea in hopes that I could lure her back when everything else had failed. But she loved something else more, and my name is just a reminder of his failure. So reading that, I was like, oh gosh, that's some heavy stuff we gotta deal with.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Does the book live up to that paragraph, Claire?
1: Okay. (laughs) Here's the thing. Coral is real emo. For two chapters, wherein she doesn't want to marry Kai, she doesn't want to get married at all, she just wants to go up to the surface and see what's up with that.
0: And to be fair, Kai doesn't want to marry her.
1: No. Yeah. Doesn't want to marry her either. But they
0: have to. They
1: have to because they're high ranking or mm. whatever among the people
0: Of the shoal.
1: Right. <laughs> I can't imagine that a shoal is
0: very large, but what I, do I know?
1: Yeah. I felt like there was a moment I could have looked it up. Uh <laughs> and I decided not to. Anyway, so Coral at the moment her wedding is pretty much about to start. Just She's walking
0: down the aisle. Oh, uh, swimming. S- I'm sorry.
1: Because she is a because mermaid. Because
0: she is a mermaid.
1: She's swimming down the aisle. She's in her beautiful bra. Bra. <laughs> That you only have to wear when you're getting married. Yeah,
0: yeah. But hers is extra special because she's the princess. Right. So it's her very special princess bra.
1: Right, and she's got her hair all done in pearls, and she's like, fuck this shit, and she zooms up to the surface and absconds from her wedding. She's a runaway bride. <laughs> uh, when she gets up to the surface, there's a fucking storm. It was not the most ideal time to surface she's thrown about and tossed about and eventually like tossed more or less directly onto land yes and she's like ah (laughs) she looks down and she's on dry land now and she's got legs yay she's got legs. She briefly considers her sex parts like, oh, I've got this furry bits between like, what I assume is my legs now. But she still has the bra on. She still has the bra
0: on. She's like, that's silly. My vagina is just hanging out in the open. Unlike when I'm a fish. Right. That's silly.
1: Yeah, that is silly. And then she like learns how to walk, which was hard and weird for her, but she picks it up. That.
0: Um, the bit where she's first on the land, and it's she's sort of, like, describing the sensations that she's feeling, to the point of, like, she lifts up her arm, and it felt weird. Like, it felt easier but harder at the same time. Right. And, like, her trying to learn how to walk. All those parts, I thought were really well done. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is super like, interesting. And she goes
1: uh, around on the island, and sort of looks at things, mm-hmm. and, like, has to discover, like, like, her feet get cut up because she's not wearing fucking shoes, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. a, you know, jungle. And, oh, what's this... This water that doesn't have any salt in it. What's going on? Yeah, it's so she's discovering and then she looks out onto the sea and there's a ship and it's uh, obviously it's being tossed about cuz mm-hmm. I guess the storm is still happening.
0: Also, sorry to interject, her after her mother disappeared forever to the human world. Okay, cuz also in the mythos mer people go up on land or mer women, mermaids mermaids go up on land and become women. they get Fat. knocked up mm-hmm. and then go back down so that their kids are hybrids and can go up on land and we learned this before she goes onto the island I'm like so does she, does she have a tail like what does she look like I have so many questions that just means that when they're in the water they have a tail and when they're on land they have legs Right. but after her mother disappeared I guess she gave birth and then
1: left yeah again. she just wanted to be with the dude who is up on the she land wants I guess to be where, where the, the people are, are. Anyway, so her dad, <laughs> Christine, looks
0: super unhappy. No, this
1: book kept referring to that movie and that those all the time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so then her Coral's grandfather was like, no daughter of mine's going to go be a hussy. So he, he went to a sea witch and she cast a curse on all of the people of the shoal so that they can go up on land for five days and then they die.
1: Unless they go back into unless they the, go
0: back into the water, yeah, and yeah,
1: then yeah. they are more people forever. Right. So then,
0: what I thought was interesting, but then also not interesting because it was only like thirty percent into the book, is that Coral's already on day three when the ship shows
1: up. Right. She's like, I haven't seen humans for three days. What the fuck is going I've on? I've wasted my five. I'm wasting my five yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the ship shows so up. So we
0: know right away that the curse is fake.
1: So herein begins the second book. <laughs> Because they're... These are two entirely different books and stories, one about an empowered young woman who wants to figure out what life is like on the rest of the planet.
0: Yeah, she's never and, left the shoal before in and her knows life. she
1: can she's empowered to do that because her fin is going to turn into legs when she goes up there. She mm-hmm. just knows all these things and this is going to happen and she's looking forward to it mm-hmm. and is curious about it. Um, here begins the second part of the book, where we meet four horror... Horrible men. They're terrible, and we are subject to her trying to bang any of them
0: <laughs> and do whatever they do, anything that she can to make them happy.
1: It's like there's sex. It's a sexy, born yesterday story where Uh-oh. this sexy, half naked woman saves the lives of four men who Jude, are idiots. Avery,
0: Liam and Gia.
1: Okay. Oh wait, wait, wait. Let me.
0: So, sorry, sorry.
1: It is uh, Liam, who's the smart nerdy one. Uh huh. Geo, former military idiot. <laughs> Avery, metrosexual. Mm hmm. Jude, fat comedian jerk.
0: <laughs> See, I wrote in my character descriptions: Geo, the buff one; Liam, the smart one; Avery, the sensitive one; and Jude, the funny one. And then Coral, the dumb bitch. <laughs> Because that's what it is. Also, I have to say... Okay, so there are a lot of commonalities between these two books. Yeah. In that we discover later that whenever she transforms, she gets healed.
1: Yep. That was an interesting commonality. That was an interesting...
0: Yeah. And that um, merfolk communicate telepathically underwater. Uh-huh. And in th- in the previous book, in the mermen book, that they only project the thoughts that they want to project but in this book mur people have to consciously not project thoughts like they have to learn how to only project what they want to project right so coral is able to read their thoughts but because she doesn't have language or she doesn't have their language she doesn't speak english she sort of interprets images the thing is though that it's a first person perspective narrative So we hear them talking English, so we, the readers, know what they're saying. And then Coral's like, I only understood some of it. Also, her being able to understand them, like, comes and goes with the wind. Like, it's convenient. and
1: sometimes she uses that to her benefit. Which I
0: did appreciate. Which she doesn't want them to know she she understands what they said. I didn't want to answer that question, so I pretended like I didn't understand it.
1: But then there were times it's like, how do you not know what sad is, girl? Like, what is going on? So... And the thing is, she just wants to bang one of these guys. Yeah, but these guys are like, we shouldn't bang a chick that we just found. <laughs> which I really appreciated about them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. and she's also seems to be maybe not like smart. Right. So,
0: well, they assume that she's quote primitive.
1: Right. Or a. But then
0: right away they start calling her like
1: princess, baby, and baby, honey. which was super gross. Ugh. It was, uh, so and and she wants to please them because she wants to bang one of them, but none of them want to bang her. So like, well, they all want to bang her. They they want to bang her, her, but they they know right. So like, the whole book was just like, which one is she going to bang first? Which one is actually going to allow this to happen?
0: And they literally have the conversation of, so we're all going to share her, right? And just not get jealous. Oh, Christine's making a face.
1: Yeah. Uh, So we're gonna share her and not get jealous. Uh, She also spends. uh, This is very important. She spends a large portion of this book in a bra only, or with a
0: shirt tied around
1: her (laughs) waist, which I don't understand exactly how that worked to cover up her bits. It would only cover. It wouldn't. or the, it. It or the, back, on the shirt, yeah, depending on how you tied it, yeah.
0: maybe it, she tied it like a diaper.
1: Maybe, yeah, maybe, but then you have
0: like buttons and yeah, yeah. Oh, mm. I
1: didn't under. I think most of the time she wasn't wearing the shirt thing. She was just, and they commented on it. they're like, I mean, it's not actually covering her up. Uh, it was weird.
0: It was so bizarre. Yeah, then, of course,
1: it turns out, like, that five-day thing was just a thing her grandfather made up, so she didn't yeah. have to worry about that anymore. That was unimportant. Uh, I wondered if, like, the writer had put it in so they could have a timeline for their own thing, and then they could just have Saxon like, that's the end of the book. And then the writer was like, I'm writing a lot more, and that five-day thing was a, was a thing I shouldn't have written, and I'm just gonna... Uh, leave it in. Leave it in.
0: Hmm. I... <laughs> um, Be- I mean, I will say the scene because she she, like falls down all the fucking time (laughs) but But, that one fall down was gross right oh my god she falls from a hill like into a hole and it's like
1: it talks about how the rocks are ripping her skin
0: and like she can see a bone right or something and she's lying at the bottom of this hole barely conscious broken and it's the end of the fifth day and so she's like I'm gonna die in this hole. And she has this moment where she's wondering what that's gonna look like. Like, am I gonna dissolve into foam? Which is from the original Little Mermaid story. So right. like, am I gonna just, like, vanish? What's gonna be left of me? And she's, like, thinking about this. And then and then the sun sets. And she's still awake for it. And she's like, oh, maybe I have the whole night before I die when the sun rises tomorrow. So that scene was interesting. But I feel like it would have been better if it were, like, a whole lot later in the book.
1: Yeah, I think, well... And the, the, the men were so poorly written.
0: Because they wanted
1: to... The author wanted to differentiate between these, these four completely different men. And wanted it to be different sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. And different, like, sort of relationship experiences within, like, the same group. So I get that. But they... They all just called her baby, and they mm-hmm. all just said these, like, called her princess all the time, and, like, that, and like, just, and, like belittled her right. all the time, even like, though I know she's intelligent because I've been reading this the first chapters.
0: Well, not anymore. It's like she goes up on land, and then just, like, she left her brain in the ocean. Right. There was an interesting dynamic where, like, mermaids know about the, you know, like, the siren song, that when they go up on land human dudes want to bang them so bad. And that's good for them because then that gets them knocked up and so that they can go have a hybrid kid. But when she goes up, she feels, like, unduly attracted to them. So she's like, oh, that's kind of weird that it goes both ways. And I thought that was interesting and it could have been developed Right. She didn't want
1: to use the siren song because she wanted them... To have consent right. in the yeah, sex then she, relationship
0: that she wanted to have with them. Right, because then she finds out that if she sings, she literally brainwashes them. Yeah. For as long as she's singing. Also, she was like, I'm sort of picking up on their language, but I'm embarrassed about not being able to pronounce the words correctly, so I'm just not going to talk forever. Oh,
1: yeah. What
0: a dumb she bitch. spends
1: a long time... And it was so like frustrating how incapacitated she was and constant
0: and like, Oh, I, I wanted to know that I appreciated this thing that that one said. So I like snuggled up against his neck. And then I wanted to know that I appreciate what that other one said. So I kissed him on the cheek and Oh my God, do they not want me to pick up rocks? Why are they mad at me?
1: Yeah. It was dumb. It was weird. And very uncomfortable. And the way they interacted with her, there was scene where Avery like combs all of the pearls out of her hair. Because
0: he's a hairdresser. Because he's a
1: hairdresser. Also, so the
0: four of them are on this boat. They're on a treasure hunting expedition. One of Gio used to be in the Marines. Yeah. And Liam is like a marine biologist. Uh Uh-huh. So it makes sense for them to be on a boat. Uh Uh-huh. Avery is a hairdresser. And Jude. Avery and Jude responded to a Craigslist ad? Yeah, yeah, essentially.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, what? Why are they even there? Yeah. Like, why would they be hired onto this boat? Well, Avery can swim super good, and Jude's like adventurous or whatever. Because- <laughs> I want to punch you. That is literally what the book said.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Oh my god. And there was no there was and jude okay so they were all terrible but in their yep. own way but jude was the worst because he was saying bullshit things yep. about it he was pretty much he was just harassing her the whole he's time he's like oh
0: she can't understand me and she's mostly naked so that gives me license to say whatever the fuck i want
1: about her yeah and it uh, the other guys hated it uh but yep. he never really got but they never
0: because, called him out on it no they were just like oh jude that's our
1: jude right And I mean, the only hint we got that she didn't when she finally started to understand language more and got some of his jokes and didn't laugh because she used to laugh because she didn't understand them, but knew she should laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was like, oh, I'm not going to laugh at that. That's not funny. (laughs) and i was like you were correct girl yeah also you were weird before like just you were so weird like just how she was constantly trying to please them constantly what i
0: all she did
1: what i did understand was yeah these what and i wanted more of this these are four idiots who don't know how to survive (laughs) their (laughs) only way they can survive is if she collects fish for them and helps them out Because they are incapable. Yeah. She saves their lives and keeps them alive. And they don't really seem to actually appreciate it all that much. But also, she doesn't appreciate that in herself. Yeah. She's like, I'm doing this so they know that I can help them.
0: And I don't want them to leave me.
1: But here's the other thing. At any time, she could have swum somewhere else and gotten help. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But she didn't want them to know that she was a mermaid. For a
1: very long time. And then when they did find out it was because jude was a dick it was like come into the water and he grabs her but she's like don't put me in the water i don't want you guys to know i'm a mermaid she doesn't say all those things she just tries to struggle out of his arms yeah yeah
0: and he's like oh
1: you dumb bitch (laughs) get in the water
0: uh but then she does fuck one of them liam she fucks liam (laughs) the one who seemed least attracted to her which meant that she went for him
1: well, she went and for all of them. She was trying really hard with Gio for a real long time. She, she kept was. like reaching into his pants, and he's like, "Girl,
0: right?" Like, like there was one point where he, they were all cuddled up together in the raft, and he imag- he made some off, you know, some off color crude comment, and imagined her putting her hand down his pants, and so she saw it, and she's like, "Oh, I'll just do it because that's what he wants," and he's like, "No, no, no, no." Don't do that. And then he has this conversation. It's like, she seems to have the understanding of a child. So for us to have sex with her is not okay. Yeah. I don't think she is aware of what it means when we say these things or want to do these things to her, which is fair. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But then she was like, but he wanted me to put my hand down his pants. Why did he get so angry?
1: I don't understand. It's as if, like, and part of me is like, I'm sorry, (laughs) they absolutely have sexual politics down where she's from because they didn't just do that shit all the time. Right, because
0: she wasn't allowed to have sex with anyone.
1: Right. Apparently, So, obviously, she knows a little bit about consent.
0: Apparently, it's socially acceptable for mermaids who aren't royalty to just kind of, like go fuck other guys to learn how to do sex good and then get married. And then like, hey, I'm having a great time with my husband. But she's like, I don't understand.
1: I don't know what sex means. Yeah. No, it was... Like I, she wasn't taking any of like the knowledge she already had about how things work, no. and it was which was so weird. Anyway, so they survive on the island for months. Mm-hmm. It's fine. They she has sex with uh, Liam, and it looks like it's going the way they're gonna. She's gonna have sex with everybody one by right, one Right,
0: because they have this. They they started a. They they have a bonfire up on this hill every night to like signal, and they the men take turns sitting up and keeping it stoked. And she goes with whoever goes up there. Mm-hmm. So she spends time. And then in her brain, it's like, I wanted to spend time with all of them, but I wanted to make sure that each of them knew I wanted to spend time with them. Cause they're each special. It was like the bachelorette, mm-hmm. but if the bachelorette had any sort of, self-possession, self-awareness sort of, like, knocked out of her head beforehand. Yeah. And then just, like, thrown on an island with these guys. Yeah. so like, I liked all of them, but I didn't know which one I liked most. But I wanted to fuck them all. But they didn't want to fuck me, but I know that they did. Yeah. So I'm spending time with all of them, both together and individually.
1: Oh, my gosh. It was the worst. No, so... And then it's about at seventy eight percent is when she has sex with Liam. I know. So it's like, Nothing "Where is for this?
0: So Both
1: going to go next?" So it's was like, uh, "We can't. Are we going to spend the next twenty percent just having sex with everybody?" Because I'm kind of hoping that's what happens. That but would also, be I don't know.
0: a lot more interesting than anything that's happened up until this point.
1: What happens is she gets down off the hill with Liam, uh-huh. and Geo's uh, appendix is bursting. <laughs> <laughs> And now they have to get him off the island somehow. Luckily, that's exactly when a ship shows up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Turns out they're bad people. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, you were treasure hunters and you found a little bit of treasure. Uh, I'm just going to take that shit. We're going to be nice enough and we're going to take Gio to a hospital, but we're going to keep the girl as collateral and come back for the uh, the other guys so that to they'll tell us
0: where the treasure is. Tell
1: us where the treasure is. She uses hers as her siren song so that the
0: she doesn't for a very long time. Right. They get back to Florida, go to the hospital. He ta- Also the, the other captain jumped into the ambulance with her. That's not how that works no. first of all. So they get back to Florida. They go to a hospital. She talks with a doctor. And at this point, she's learned enough that she can answer some questions and then also say, I don't speak English very well. Right. So the doctor's like, okay, we'll figure it out. The guy takes her back to the island, picks up the other guys, is about to kill some of them. And that's when she remembers that she can mind control people. Yeah. That whole time. I was like, you dumb bitch. Oh my God. Learn learn from anything that has happened to you before this moment. She's like an emu. Yeah. She forgets everything that happened even a second
1: before. So she finally mind controls the bad guys, uh, gets them tied up, and then they take the boat to Florida and just go see Gio. End of story. And
0: then they're like, more that books.
1: The, uh, yeah, they're like, oh, if you want to find out who she fucks next. I'm assuming she fucks a guy a Gaia book?
0: I guess. Because
1: I mean, all I could think of was like, one, why isn't there a foursome? Right. Why aren't we having a foursome scene right now? Yeah. I was reading this book because I thought there would be a foursome scene. Right? Two. Uh-huh. When this happens in like harem books where the guy is ahead of a harem and it's girls, girls gotta figure out like how to just be friends with each other and just wait their turn. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we have to have the, like, immediately, that's what I was hoping would happen. Like, these guys look around and they're like, oh, obviously, we're all gonna have sex with her. Because she's a hot goddess with superpowers. Yes. Obviously, we've been blessed. We are on an island where we don't have to have jobs, where all of our shitty families, because all their families were shitty, don't need us. We could just live on a tropical paradise and eat fish and coconuts and fuck this hot chick the rest of our lives. This is fucking amazing. I was hoping that's where this book was going. Right? And I didn't understand why it couldn't. I was, like, the whole time, I was like, why can't we just have lots of group sex? Why aren't we just having lots of, like, even if it's, like, individual at first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, like, I don't, what, what?
0: Also, they were all terrible. I didn't want her to be with any of them.
1: Also, I secretly really super wanted one of her, like, one of the things she found out was that she could turn them into mermen. (laughs) she was going to start a new kingdom oh. with people she actually liked and these guys were going to discover like how cool it was being mermen oh. instead of humans. And she'd get her besties from the show to come live yes. with her. Yes! Oh. And then they'd all have sex with each other. Yeah. With their weird mer parts.
0: With their mer parts. Um, just like my notes for this were great opening line and it's all downhill from there and then Barf! Those are all the notes that I wrote for this book. Oh, gosh. It was so infuriating.
1: Like, I didn't... And the thing is, like, people who don't speak the language and who, like, don't know what's happening Mm -hmm. aren't idiots like this. They're able to manage the world. Yeah. They're like, oh, these guys seem to like clothes. Obviously, they actually could have just also gone up naked and they just could have been naked. All of them could have just been naked the whole time. But no, we have to have a whole feeling about shame. And she has to learn things from them. I'm like, they have a lot to learn from her. Yeah. But we're not going to get to that part. What
0: I feel like would have been great, too, is if the chapters alternated between her first-person perspective and third-person. And in the third-person ones is when we overhear all the conversations Mm -hmm. where they're talking about things. And then in the first-person ones... We don't hear any of their conversations because she doesn't understand them, and we only see their visions and her trying to interpret things. And they do—they do a little bit of that. It's like um, Geo pulls out a like a penknife or like a switchblade or something, and she's like, "I don't know what that is." Oh, a thing came out. Oh, it looks like it's sharp. Oh, he cut something with it. Okay, so I think it would have been interesting to like have her sort of piece things together and I see it from her perspective. Yeah. Cause it's, it's interesting when it's done well to have like, okay, all these things that we take for granted, let's just like take a step outside of that and see what it looks like to someone else. Um, but then still have the chapters where we understand what they're saying and what's going on. Because like, it was like, Oh, I did this and this. And then that's exactly that thing that that guy said. It's like, you don't know what he said, bitch! You don't know English yet!
1: Right. And there were so many things that I really could have liked that I... uh, Like Liam, because he's so smart, Mm -hmm. when she is able to talk and is able to say things, he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, their language is kind of like this mixture of Greek and... Yeah. So we almost felt yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, these are the Atlantans. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to lead to a place where we find out these were the people of Atlantis. Yeah. And he's like, that's that's cr- that's incredible. That's mm-hmm. a really nice little tidbit in there that was unimportant. We're never going to talk about again. Never
0: going to talk about it Unless again. maybe
1: in later books. And I'm not going to stick around for those no, other books. No, there's no need. Yeah. So I-, I was incredibly disappointed because this book could have been w- way more fun than it was.
0: Mm-hmm. So that first paragraph set a really high bar, and it did not meet its own bar.
1: It didn't. I, I think... It, it, like There was times where it was almost there. There was jokes no. that were fun. It just didn't... It just didn't pay off. And then just the weirdness about how, how the guys talked to her, mm. and how she mm. allowed herself to be treated, and just how stupid she became was blah. Blah. Barf. Blah. 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 And barf.
0: Yep. Okay.
1: Alright. Are we
0: ready to fuck Mary Kill?
1: Yeah. Do you wanna go first? Yeah, sure. Okay. I think mine's gonna be pretty uh pretty I don't know, normal instead of like crazy things. Just okay. because I'm really curious. I
0: have a kind of crazy one, so. Uh
1: here are your choices. Okay. Uh Jude Liam Geo.
0: Oh.
1: fuck Mary Kill, Jude Liam Geo. I left off Avery, by the way. Because Avery was very nice. Right.
0: right, And it's not
1: hard to say, oh, you would, like, whatever, Avery. But nope, you don't get to pick him. Oh. Okay. Um,
0: I'd fuck Uh Gio.
1: Because
0: he's big and beefy. (laughs) I would marry Liam. um, Because he was, he was the only one who was like, Hey guys, her feet aren't cut up anymore. Isn't that weird? Hey guys, she we we assume that she's native to this island. She doesn't know what a coconut is, and there are coconuts. <laughs> there are coconuts on this island, so obviously she's from somewhere else. And if she's from somewhere else, where is she from? He was asking the important question. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Also, it was so obvious she wasn't native to the island. I kept, I just kept thinking, I was like, guys. Uh, you're off the coast of Florida. We know what the natives of, of these islands look like. Right. Uh, I don't think they look like her with pearl uh, bras. <laughs> throwing this shit out here.
0: Beautiful shell bras. Um, so I would marry Liam. Because mm-hmm. um, he was intelligent. Also, like, I'd be okay having a husband in academia. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would suit my lifestyle well. Yeah, I think so. And then I'd kill Jude because he's a garbage person. Yeah,
1: Jude was a garbage person.
0: Yeah. What about um, you?
1: Yeah, same. Same. Okay. I actually really sometimes liked Liam.
0: Yeah, I I liked Avery for the most part. And then I liked, second was Liam. Liam was
1: fine. I, I mean, I was worried that sometimes it just, I did, somebody asked me, what is this mermaid book about? I was like, well, it's like The Little Mermaid, except when she surfaces, there's four dudes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like The Little Mermaid meets Story of O without the BDSM.
1: I, or I kept thinking of it like um, Bewitched or uh, My Genie. I Dream of Genie. I Dream of yeah, Genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, like, here's these magical, powerful, amazing women who are found... And just sort of taken by men who think they're dumb.
0: And do whatever they say.
1: And then try to tell them to not be who they are. <sighs> Sorry, your, your powers and abilities are amazing and are saving my life. Could you just not do that anymore? Could you just not be Even great. though they never say that to her, of course. Right. Like they, that when they find out she's a mermaid, they never say, don't be a mermaid. Right.
0: And they're like... Thanks for catching all that fish for us. Thanks for finding that gold for us. You're great. Yeah. Also, you're dumb, but you're great. Oh, you know how to swim good.
1: Swam god.
0: Anyway, but yeah. you would uh, do the same.
1: Yeah, yeah. I felt like uh, Gio was an idiot, and and it was frustrating.
0: Well intentioned.
1: I yeah. Which
0: does earn points for me. But he was Not also the one though, to but. like
1: who got. Angry, super easy.
0: Yeah, he punched someone because he yeah. got jealous. Yeah. Also, he was in the Marines. I feel like he should have been better at surviving on an
1: island. Well, kind of what he said was like the Marines was not a good fit. That's true. And then he went into recovery. It sounds like he was addicted to something. Oh yeah, because
0: he was trying. He had the sister that he was trying to get custody of.
1: Yeah, but he couldn't because he got into trouble. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Claire. Hmm. Fuck Mary, kill yes. Corals Island Boys. Okay. The crew of the Phantom. Okay. Or everyone in Calaisia.
1: Ah. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to kill the Island Boys. Okay. I'm going to marry everyone in Calaisia. Okay. Because I think they won. They seem to have it together hut-wise. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They, yeah, Taryn, when Taryn showed up there, the buildings looked the same as on the island, but they actually were kept up. Right. Because apparently on the island they forget what
1: masonry is. Well, it
0: felt like a
1: North Korea, South Korea thing. It did! It did! did.
0: Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Okay. (laughs)
1: That went sad. Um, But I think I'd marry them because they seemed stable and Mm -hmm, smart. And mm -hmm, also, mm -hmm. I mean, unfortunately, I think they're going to go to war in the next book. Yeah. But. Whatevs. Whatevs. Uh, They seem pleasant. Okay. Um, And yeah, I'm gonna fuck everybody on the Phantom. Fair. Because I think they know what they're doing, Uh and it's gonna be fun, and it's gonna Mm -hmm. last for two years. (laughs) 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 Two years of the best sex of my life, and I, like, yeah, let's (laughs) let's let's do this thing. We can travel (laughs) on the open sea.
0: Yeah. Um, I would also kill Corals Island boys. Which I think should be the name of, like, a band or something. <laughs> like a, a ska band?
1: God, I just wanted her to go back down and go, like, I've got all these men. Yay. And they, like... <laughs> I mean, why would I ever come back here? I've got four dudes hanging on my every word. Great. So I'm gonna kill them.
0: I think I would fuck everyone in Calacia. Because they seemed really nice. And I feel like it would just be a pleasant experience. Like, when when... Ian and Taryn showed up because they, you know, it's a very insular society. And they're like, oh, people that we sort of know about. Let's have a big party. And it turned into, so I feel like sex would just be like, it'd be a whole event. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. And I would f- marry the crew of the Phantom, but after they rebelled, so after the, that one, the evil guy wasn't on the boat anymore after they kicked him off. Yeah. Um, I'd marry them. Because they seemed great. And then I would have a life of adventure on the high seas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Super fun. Yeah. Super fun.
0: What about the books?
1: Um, the books. To tell you the truth, I really didn't enjoy either one. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt they were, like, uh, a lot could have happened with Stealing the Wind. Mm -hmm. But It was just all over the place it didn't really know what it wanted it it wants to be this kind of epic adventure with Mm -hmm. the chosen one and magical things and mermaids and Mm -hmm. great sex but i i just didn't know where the hell it was going it was Mm -hmm. too much of like the bad kind of secret secret keeping that doesn't make any sense i think good writing always tells you what it is even when it's and then pretends like it's hidden from you It gives you everything right up front Mm -hmm. so that nothing's a surprise. Like, it doesn't... It makes sense. It feels like a puzzle piece that's fitting in when you find out the rest of the information. It doesn't feel like just more... Like, it was just... It never worked. It never came together. And I didn't particularly like the character of Taryn, who everything just happened to... Mm-hmm. He was just along for the ride no matter what. Yeah. I didn't like it. He had no agency, which was which he could have. And it bothered me.
0: But then he also kind of didn't want any.
1: Yeah, he kept pushing. It's, uh, I didn't like that. Yeah. I, I hate characters who, on purpose, because that's the way they prefer to live, have no agency in their own story. Yeah. It, it, it's not a fun read. Um, and that's exactly what I'll have to say about Coral, too. Like, she purposefully gives away her agency. She tries she wants to look dumb and have these guys teach her things. Like when she like it's fine to want to get information from the humans and learn about their life. Right. But you can do it in an intelligent way. Without even knowing their language. It was just it was very frustrating. And Mm -hmm. like I there it could have been so much more fun than it was. It could have been it could have been jokey the whole time, or it could have been porny. Mm-hmm, it could have been mm-hmm. like fantasy story. It could have been a lot of things, and it just was nothing. This
0: these were such books that I would normally pick.
1: I know. <laughs> so I, I think I'm going to kill both of them. Okay. Okay.
0: I would also kill um, the Mermaid's Escape. It just it was not great to read. Um, it was so frustrating. Yeah. Like, every single character, except for her friends in the shoal, like, the guys she was supposed to marry and her besties, her, they were great. Everyone else, it was so frustrating. Yeah. For different reasons. Um, I might fuck Stealing the Wind. Okay. I've, I've fucked guys for less. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, um, it, I I feel it was, and, and maybe just because I'm um, comparing the two that it, it was a little more adventurous, like the, the the It was. The author tried things out more or like pushed things a bit more. And I feel like like we said, it could just use another couple drafts and then I think it would be
1: This was a another really... one that was uh it was uh, a male male romance book that was written by a straight white lady. Yeah. At least I assume she's straight. It's not yeah, fair yeah, to yeah, say yeah. I shouldn't just assume but yeah
0: statistically speaking she looks
1: pretty straight white in her yeah
0: yeah up. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she kind of looks like her name should be pam
1: um <laughs> it might be but yeah
0: but there was there was enough in the book that i don't necessarily want to dismiss it out of hand plus there was underwater sex which yeah. is like everything you want out of a mermaid book yes
1: fact So fact Underwater sex.
0: Underwater sex. And it, it like, I do want to find out what happens, but I just want someone to tell me the rest of the series. I don't want to read the rest of the series. Does that make sense? (laughs) That does make sense. Yeah. So, um, of all the characters, Mm -hmm. who would you fuck? Who would you marry? Who would you kill?
1: Um, okay. Well, I think to... Uh... I kind of want to fuck Ian. only okay. Because, honestly, he had bedroom eyes right away. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And he yeah, seemed yeah. to be, like,
1: sexy yeah. right away. And yeah. And that sounded, like, fun. Yeah. So, hooray! Yay. That sounds great. Uh-huh. Um, Mary. Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> I don't know who I'd want to be with forever in any of these books. Um, I don't know. Maybe the other captain. Maybe Ryder. Maybe I'd marry Ryder. Okay. Like, o- only because, like, he seems, like really, like, I don't know.
0: He's pretty grounded for a pirate.
1: Like, really? And, like, smart. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, also, he seems more like a merchant pirate.
0: Yeah, And he doesn't like getting
1: into trouble. Yeah. But he's great in sea. That's it. So he sounds like fun. Sure. I'd I'd marry him. I think um, and I'm gonna kill Jude. Because he was the worst. Okay. He was the worst of the worst. He was
0: the worst of the worst. Um, I would Fuck Ryder Bastion,
1: because
0: mm. obviously yeah, yeah, they're a yeah, pair. They're... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd marry Ian, but by the end of the book, after because after Taryn and Ian finally sh- actually have a conversation about their feelings, Ian seems to like chill out almost right away. Yeah, and now that he's he's back where he grew up, and like he doesn't have to worry about the council anymore or like secrets, he he's kind of chilled out by the end of the book. And I do appreciate his, like... Because the, their whole thing is, like, the Ea are dual-natured, like, part man, part beast. And so when they have, like, you know, like, primal instincts... Mm-hmm. And so he, he was constantly having to keep in check that he wanted to, like, possess Taryn. And he did. He was able to, like, school his feelings enough to, like, treat someone how he felt they should be treated. Yes. So... By the end of the book, when he was chilled out, I feel he's worth marrying, and then I'd kill Coral. Yeah, because dumb bitch is dumb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Neil. Yes. You picked the books.
0: I did pick the books. And I next want to know time. what you picked. I pulled the Claire. You're you're probably not going to be able to guess the theme from the titles. So it's time to bring back our favorite segment. (gasps) Christine, Christine? yes! Yes. So I'd like to hear both of you. Okay, okay. Okay. One of them is The Extraordinary Union by Alyssa Cole. And one of them is Skin in the Game by Melissa Price.
1: Oh.
0: Dermatologist. Oh, that'd be a good one, <laughs> but no.
1: Uh, okay. Um, extraordinary union. An
0: extraordinary union.
1: <gasps> oh, oh, oh my God! Is it revolutionary? Um, not quite. Okay. Okay.
0: And I, I do apologize. It's an extraordinary union, the loyal league, book one.
1: Uh, Spies. It's Spies! Spies! Yes! Oh
0: my god, I'm so excited. (laughs) Uh, An Extraordinary Union is Civil War Spies.
1: Civil War Spies. And Skin
0: in the Game is Modern Day Spies.
1: Spies, spies, spies. Because
0: we have been promised spies, like, three times now, and every single time it has fallen flat, and I am sick of it. Yes. I want real spies. I
1: know, like, there was mermaid spies, and they just weren't spies enough. And they
0: just weren't spies enough. No. I know. And I went out of my way. They aren't secret agents. They are spies. And, like, the, for me, the line is gadgets. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, spies is more espionage, and secret agents is more action. So I'm trying for spies. I want intrigue. I want disguises. I want seduction.
1: Yes. So yes. that's what I'm hoping
0: for. Spies, spies, spies. And if, if these books don't deliver on spies, I'm going to be so fucking pissed.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes. Good. So that's what we have. That's awesome. Great. Um, and Alyssa Cole is a writer I've been wanting to read for a yes, while.
0: I didn't recognize the name, but when it was like, here are other books that she, and I like recognized the gorgeous covers of her yes. other books. So I'm really, I'm really excited.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think this is going to be good. I'm really looking forward to it. So, okay. <laughs>
0: well. Thank you, listeners. Thank you
1: so much, listeners. If you enjoy us... Uh, Which we
0: know you do. We
1: know you like us. Please uh, rate us on all the things you're listening on. Uh, give us a review. Chat back at us. Talk to us. Like Talk to other people about us. Yeah, let people
0: know about us. Spread word the of, word. Word of mouth is a really good way for people to find out. About us.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, oral fixation. Yeah. Orally. Pass this on orally.
0: That sounds. I'm sorry. I'm gross. Not pleasant.
1: No. Uh, thank you, authors. Thank you very much, we authors. We
0: appreciate everything that you're doing.
1: We appreciate your work. Congratulations.
0: And thank you, Christine. You're thank you, Christine. I kind of want to do dermatologists now. <laughs> yeah. How sexy could that get? I don't know, doctor. I have too much boob on my skin. I don't know, like too much boob on my I, skin.
1: I don't know, <laughs> like
0: you only go to a dermatologist for not sexy things,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my rosacea, maybe, maybe. Like we figure that out.
0: <laughs> my nipples are just so sensitive, doctor.
1: Is that, Is that a problem? Robbing eruption of oh. cysts. Oh, God. Oh. Christine. Gross. Good job. Gross. That, that obliterated the oral okay, one. Okay, so
0: this will be Christine's last
1: podcast with <laughs> us. Oh. I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, thank you, Claire. Thank you, Neil. This has been delightful. This is. <laughs> I was going
0: to say it made me wet, but that's. The, <laughs> it's such an easy joke.
1: Yeah, but it was. Exactly the one that needed to happen at exactly the right time.
0: Okay.